cryptocurrencies have become more and more mainstream. As a result, many people heading into retirement are wondering, is crypto right for me? Is it worth the risk? Bottom line is that crypto remains a gamble and you need to be smart about your investment. So on today's show, we'll go through some cryptocurrency questions answered. Welcome in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathimah. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check out the website. It's a great resource for you, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Again, Prashant is an independent fiduciary. He is a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. And again, we get into retirement topics each and every week. You're going to have questions about your situation. Maybe you haven't even started planning be a great time to do it because we're going to open up spots on Prashant's calendar, no cost or obligation. It is a very busy office, so we have a limited number of spots. We'll tell you about that as we move through the program. Uh, but when we open them up, jump on those appointments and just feel better about you know either starting your planning process or maybe you need a second opinion on what you are doing. One of those spots could be for you as well. So you heard Prashant uh, tease this, and crypto, I mean, it's the hot thing. Everybody's talking about it. It's made a lot of people very wealthy, but just as quickly, uh, it also, you know, took their money away. I mean, it's been kind of topsy-turvy, and they've managed to lose some of that money. So is crypto right for you when it comes to retirement? So we wanted to dig in and see what crypto is, but also what it isn't. So let's start. Crypto for retirement, it's growing in popularity. It is the hot topic right now, Prashant. Everyone's talking about it. I feel like you can't turn on the news without hearing something about Bitcoin or the blockchain or crypto or whatever it is out there. And so it is certainly growing in popularity. There was actually a survey uh, that was published by Capitalize, and it it, it surveyed a thousand, uh, roughly a thousand American employees. It was actually one thousand and four. Twenty percent. Okay, twenty percent of the the surveyed population there are soon to retire and are currently actually investing in some form of digital assets okay so now on the other hand more sizable 63% of gen x and baby boomers feel that investing in digital assets such as cryptocurrency could result in major losses okay so i get these questions all the time so if you're thinking uh, about crypto, if you've been hearing about crypto in the news, you're not alone in wondering whether or not it's the right thing for you. Okay. What we tell a lot of people, and this applies to investing as a whole, uh, is you need to understand the risk before doing anything. Okay. And that applies to stocks, it applies to bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. It also applies to cryptocurrency. If you're thinking about it, please understand the risk before getting involved. And if you don't know how to evaluate the risk, get with a professional who can share with you some data as to the types of risks that may be involved with this type of an investment. So, I mean, just talking about crypto, I mean, again, it is the hot topic. It is almost, and it seems like every uh, section of, of a broadcast they're talking about, especially if you're watching CNBC or uh, a financial channel, crypto comes up quite often. But really, Prashant, we, we really don't know that much about it. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I like about the stock market is we can go back and look at decades, literally decades and decades of performance of data of trend following 
of indicators. There's so much information out there on the stock market um, because there's a huge track record there that we can go back and examine in great detail. When we look at the, the crypto world, it's all very kind of uncertain, right? It's still very much unknown, like you said. So crypto, there's no doubt it's played a massive role in our society. I'd say probably in the last three or four years specifically. Um, and, you know, there is a population, a part of the population out there that is unaware of what crypto really is or how it works or even how to invest in it and what we've kind of seen. And and there was a survey by CNBC select and uh, what it did is it looked at some of the older investors out there, people between the ages of 55 and 64 years old. And that percent, uh, that block of the population only makes up about 11% of current crypto investors okay individuals between the ages of 18 and 34 actually make up almost half of current cryptocurrency buyers taking up 45 percent of the marketplace and then that next block is 35 to 44 year olds come in at 37 percent of the marketplace so if you're listening to this program it's probably because you're interested in planning for your retirement the survey uh, studies and and everything else out there seems to suggest that people that are heading for retirement or already in retirement are not all that involved in the cryptocurrency market. And I think that is intuitive because of the amount of risk involved with losing principal. Of course, as you get closer to retirement, I always say this, I write about it in my book, losses hurt you more than gains help you. Losses hurt more than gains help. And we've never seen that more clearly than when looking at cryptocurrency. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the numbers that you just regurgitated for us. I mean, it really is amazing. When you look at crypto and the younger set, they're all over it. I mean, 18 to 34 and 35 to 44. So basically 82% of the people that are interested in looking into and purchasing crypto are under the age of 44. So you're right, Prashant. They're not even thinking retirement. Uh, you know, they're, they're, it's almost like the fear of missing out. I mean, crypto is the hot thing, and yeah. people want to be involved in some form or fashion. But the older you get, as you mentioned, you, you have to really take a look at what you're doing. Make sure you understand the risk that is in your portfolio or your purchases, and you need to dial it back a notch or two because you're getting ready to head into retirement. So crypto is the discussion. And is it right for you, I mean, to invest in, uh, to purchase? I mean, is it going to grow for you? We really don't know that much about it. So with the unknown comes the risk and the security and everything's online. And the fact that it's digital, I think a lot of our older uh, you know, population that's headed towards retirement, they kind of back away from that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's kind of, you know, what has attracted so many investors uh, is the mere understanding that cryptocurrencies are decentralized and deregulated, right, as of right now. Um, but that is all subject to change, right? If we know anything about Washington, D.C., it's that they can't ever make their mind up and uh, agree on anything. So what the status of crypto is today is not necessarily guaranteed to be the status for the long term. Okay, once these things start to get regulated, the marketplace is going to react to that in some sort of way. And we know that because we've seen it across every other industry uh, in the United States. And so when we look at government, it plays a huge role in cryptocurrency 
uh, volatility. And so do you want to subject a large part of your retirement portfolio and put it at risk in something that we don't really know a heck of a lot about, right? Like, I try to stay away on the radio of giving people specific advice because we can't give advice in a broad fashion on the radio without looking at everyone's situation independently. But with that being said, if you had a million dollars, let's say, and half of it was in cryptocurrency, and now that cryptocurrency depreciates by 50%, like we've seen happen in the crypto markets, you just lost a quarter of a million dollars right there. How long is that going to take you to recover? And is that going to be a detriment to your retirement income? I think we all have to start thinking about this from the standpoint of what can I lose? Now, that doesn't mean that there's no merit to it. It just means that we have to be hyper aware of the risk that is involved. You talk about risk tolerance all the time. And yeah, it, it, it comes down to the individual retiree that you're working with and you have that conversation. And if if crypto in, in any form is something that they want to, you know, dabble in, certainly, you know, that's a conversation you do have. But you also have the less risky investment conversation because they're getting older, they're getting closer to retirement. And there are things that you can do that are uh, a little less rocky. Yeah. And so, look, I think you hit the nail on the head. Whatever your age is, there are less risky investments that are kind of out there to help you diversify. You might look at things like mutual fund portfolios, ETF portfolios. I know we're going to talk about ETFs later in the show, I think. Uh, stocks and even government bonds are still very much a staple or a stronghold in the current economic environment. We've seen a lot of volatility with everything going on overseas. But if you look at where the market trends are, it seems to suggest that stocks over time tend to do really well right? We still have to understand the risks, but uh, especially when comparison to crypto, I think we can all kind of agree that uh, the general stock market will carry probably less volatility. And so the bottom line is whether you're trying to make up for lost time, join in on the crypto craze, or genuinely want to dabble in the digital asset market, we have to look at risks and risk can be extremely high and extremely volatile. It's still advised to diversify your portfolio among several investments, but consider choosing those which you can have control over and ones that you understand how they work. Okay. Don't let someone just talk you into something because it sounds good. Make sure you understand it. But I think uh, when we get down to brass tacks on this, it all comes back to planning. Okay. When we plan for retirement, we need to have a comprehensive and coordinated plan in place. So what we're going to do is we're going to open up the phones right now to the first 10 callers that call into today's show. You're going to be able to call in, set an appointment with me and my team here at Elite Income Advisors. We're going to walk you through our financial planning process, which when you go through it, it'll help ease your mind and take some of the stress and the burden out of financial planning. It's going to include a complimentary report that will help you to understand what your income is going to look like each and every year for the rest of your lifetime. We'll also talk about very important topics like investment management fees or taxes. Are taxes going to be a part of your financial future? And is the threat of rising taxes a concern for you in terms of having less income in retirement? If you're like most of the people who call into our show, these are the biggest concerns that you have risk in the market, creating income in retirement and dealing with the threat of rising inflation and rising taxes. So we're going to open up those phone lines. 
First 10 callers only for this week. Call in, get an appointment to figure out how to turbocharge your retirement income. Goal of the show, help you make the best decision. 10 total spots for the hours. So when we open it up, which we're doing right now, jump on these appointments, no cost or obligation. Here's the number, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. They will not last long. Call now, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. Is it ever too late to plan for retirement? Well, the short answer is no. When we come back, we'll go through some strategies to help you get ready for retirement if you're over the age of 60. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Prashant Samapathy is your host. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check out the website. Great resource for you, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. A little bit more about Prashant. He's an independent fiduciary, and he's a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. And we talk retirement topics each and every week. This is a good one right here. The good thing about retirement planning is that until the day you actually retire, you can prepare, you can change, you can pivot, you can optimize based on the current state of the economy and for potentially greater returns. Even if you're over, yes, the age of 60, it isn't too late to start. So we're talking about 60 plus strategies, again, 60 years old and older, strategies to help you get ready for retirement. So first up, and we've already talked about diversification, but let's get really into it. Your portfolio needs to be spread out. Yeah, uh, diversifying your portfolio. I mean, is it clear what we're what we're really focused on in this show today? I mean, I think it's just so important that we can't talk about it enough. You know, one of the most important facets of long-term investment success is portfolio diversification. This really entails having a portfolio that has a mix of asset classes, things like stocks, bonds, other investments. Um, it may include things like commodities, gold, silver, annuities, whatever it is. When your portfolio is well diversified, it really provides you some sort of a hedge against uh, catastrophic loss. And Again, this is about long-term performance, okay? People, I think, get mixed up between investing and trading, okay? When you plan for retirement, you're not trying to trade and get into a situation where you're trying to get rich quick, okay? Most of the time, if you're unless you're really good at what you do or you're a professional with that type of thing, it usually leads to disaster trying to engage with get-rich-quick type of trading. We want to diversify so that we can invest not just for the next three years, five years, or 10 years, but you want to get through retirement, especially if that retirement is a 15 or 20 or 30 year type of endeavor. So for those of you approaching retirement, spreading your money across a variety of investments really helps to decrease the likelihood of significant loss and may help to increase the actual stability of your investments and your ability to create income as you get closer to the time that you need it the most. Folks, it's all about having a plan. No matter what age you are, we're talking right now 
just about strategies to kind of help you get ready for retirement if you're 60 and older. I yeah. want to say one more thing. I don't sure. mean to interrupt you on this, but the reason that this is so important, okay, is just because when we look at the risk that we have yep. here and we pair that with inflation, right? Inflation right now is like what? Somewhere around seven and a half, eight percent, right? It's crazy. It's through the roof. And so we have to be cognizant of that. And your money's got to be able to keep up, but it's got to be able to keep up over the long term. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to throw how important looking at your portfolio's return is with the inf uh, with the inflation rate in mind. Yeah, and, and that's that's kind of where we're going next. I mean, think about this, folks. Um, you know, you've been to the gas pump. Uh, you've been to the, the grocery store. I mean, it's absolutely insane what we're seeing. Uh, interest rates, the Fed went up today. I mean, it is it's going to be a situation where we may have, you know, three to four hikes in the interest rate uh, coming up uh, this year alone. So be aware, inflation, uh, something you really have to be on top of. Sean, can you expand on that? Yeah. And, and I think when it comes to inflation, um, the most frustrating part about inflation is that you and I and, and all of our radio listeners out there, we have no control over what the inflation rate does right? It's so driven by government policy and everything going on around the world and what the Fed's doing. And so there's so many different factors that go into what the actual rate of inflation is. Of course, the big concern for most of us out there is that when inflation is high, it's going to overtake your investment gains, right? So what if you have a portfolio that's averaging 6% a year? In most years, especially over the last decade or so as a retiree, most people will probably be pretty happy taking a 6% average rate of return. But now with inflation as of this recording is at 7.8, 7.9% month over month, uh, that's a problem. Our, our inflation is higher than our portfolio gains. And so 71%, this was according to a study done by Global Atlantic Financial Group, 71% of retirement age investors are concerned about the impact of inflation on their savings. And you know what, I'm concerned about it too. And that's because I went to the gas pump the other day, and it cost me $90 to fill up my gas tank. And I just think, what if I was on a fixed income? What if I was on just Social Security and taking some withdrawals off of my retirement portfolio and I budgeted to spend $50 on filling that tank up and now it's $90? That's a huge problem for me, right? And that's a huge concern for a lot of our clients and a lot of the radio listeners out there. He's Prashant Sabapathy, host of Retire Smart Maryland Radio. You're tuned into it right now. You can find Prashant during the week at Elite Income Advisors. Check out the website, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Again, it is a wonderful resource, a lot of information there for you. And uh, Prashant, uh, you know, continuing the discussion, you know, that, that number one fear, I mean, especially with inflation kind of hitting us right in the teeth right now, the number one fear of retirees is running out of money. Yeah. So, you know, once you get into retirement, and if you're 60 plus and you're headed towards retirement, you have to really crunch those numbers uh, and see where you currently stand in your plan. And if you are already retired, I mean, it's, it's time to make adjustments because inflation can absolutely erode what you've done for retirement. Yeah. And this is why I think focusing on income is so important in retirement, right? So what's the what's the best way to combat inflation. Yeah, it's having your money grow. But ultimately, 
It's about having enough income to keep up with the increases in prices, right? So what if you had, I'm just making up a number here, okay? Let's take a hypothetical. What if I had a pension, Social Security, and I was taking some withdrawals from my retirement accounts, and that was giving me 10000 bucks a month? When I retired, my expenses were 5000 bucks a month, but now I'm a couple years into retirement and due to inflation, I'm not spending 5000 anymore. I'm spending $6,500 a month, right? Well, if I still have $10,000 a month coming in on a pretty safe and secure type of basis, pretty reliable type of income, do I really care that prices went up by that extra 1500 No. Not really. Um, of course, I care that stuff is higher, but I have enough income to cover it. Now, if we look at someone who has, uh, you know, five thousand a month of income coming in, and they're spending five thousand, but now their expenses have gone up to sixty five hundred. Now they don't have enough income to cover the gap, right? And so this is why I think looking at income in retirement is the best way to combat inflation. Inflation really only matters if you can't keep up with the cost, and so. Uh, we have to shift our mindset. I think as we get closer and closer to retirement, we have to stop thinking about money and start thinking about income. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It matters how much income you have coming in and whether or not that income is going to give you the lifestyle that you want to have. I think in the end, it really all boils down to the fact that our financial uh, plan is kind of like a puzzle. That's how I think of it. It's a financial puzzle, and we need all of the financial puzzle pieces to fit together. That's why we open up the phones every single week to these 10 uh, callers. And I'll tell you what, we had so many calls in the last couple of weeks. My, my calendar is completely slammed for the next two weeks. I love it, though, because people listen to the show and they can uh, resonate. It resonates with them. They can relate to it. So when you give us a call, we'll talk through some of those different puzzle pieces, whether it's social security, at what age should you actually start collecting your social security benefit? How does it fit into your overall income picture? What about an income plan? We've talked about income. Do you have an income plan in place to be sure that you aren't in danger of running out of money if you live 30 or more years in retirement? What about inflation? Do you have a plan in place to address inflation in the future as the cost of everything continues to rise, right? And what about taxes, okay? If taxes go up, that potentially means less income for you. Are you gonna be able to withstand that? Do you have enough money saved to deal with the threat of rising taxes? Obviously, there's a lot that we need to discuss here. We found that most people just haven't planned thoroughly enough to address all of these different issues. So if you've been managing your retirement plan by yourself and now you're realizing there's a lot of these issues you haven't addressed, or if you're realizing that your current advisor or your current planner hasn't been helping you think through all of these issues as thoroughly as they should be doing, this is your chance to get a true comprehensive plan in place. So we're going to open up the phones. It is 10 callers only. We only have 10 spots every week. And when they're gone, they're gone. Okay. So give us a call, get on our schedule. And uh, Morgan, as an added bonus for anybody who comes in for that visit with us, because it is complimentary and it is no cost, no obligation. I'm going to throw in when you come in to visit with us, a complimentary copy of my book that just came out last year. It's called Fiscal Health Retirement Wealth. It's your prescription for income generation 
tax management and financial peace of mind. So pick up the phone and call right now. Okay. Again, very busy office, but Prashant has carved out 10 spots for radio listeners only each and every week, and they fill up very, very fast. And finally, we've got somebody offering retirees and pre-retirees just common sense, straight talk. And folks, you need to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Talk about your retirement goals. Prashant Sabapathy and his team are going to translate for you a very complex financial world into very clear instructions. This is an excellent opportunity right now to get on the calendar. Ten spots total, and when they're gone, they're gone. Here's the number, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. We talk retirement each and every week. Maybe you haven't started planning. One of these spots would be a great time to do that. Maybe you're in the middle of something and you've got questions about what's going on in your current plan. Get a second opinion. Call the number now, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. These 10 spots will go fast. Call now, 800-653-8404. There's that old saying that the more things change, the more they stay the same. But is it always true? I would say it's not necessarily true when it comes to retirement planning. So when we come back, we'll go through some common sense facts about retirement that we need to be aware of. Welcome in Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check him out online, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Great resource for you. You know, tons of retirement information. And again, a little bit more about Prashant, independent fiduciary, published author, fiscal health, retirement wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and it's retirement topics each and every week. And you heard the tease, so let's get into this. Common sense facts about retirement that we really need to have our thumb on, right? We need to be aware of these. First one up, today's retirement, not your father's retirement. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not your father's retirement. You know, the days of that 40-year career with the same company, those are gone. I mean, I think I can probably count on one hand the number of people I know that have done 40 years with the same company, but you know how it used to be, right? Like, you would work for the same company 40 years. They'd throw you the big retirement party when you retired. You know, sometimes they'd give you the gold watch. Yes. Sometimes it was real. Most of the time it probably wasn't real. Um, but in exchange for all those years of service, you also got a pension, right? And so every month you had an income that you could depend on. Well, in these days, what's happened to those pensions? They've really started to go away. You can say interest rates have been low or they've been underfunded or mismanaged, whatever you wanted to call it. Those pensions have started to go away. And so the first truth of retirement is really that we're responsible for our own finances. I was doing a workshop last week on Social Security and tax planning. And in the workshop, I, I was just kind of talking to the audience. We had a great crowd, uh, about 30 people in the room, and I was talking to them and I said, Let's think about this. It used to be that retirement planning was pretty easy. You only had to worry about one third of the retirement pie, which was your personal savings, because you got a pension from your employer, you got social security from the government. So two thirds was really taken care of for you. You only had to deal with one third of the retirement income pie. But what's happened is the burden of responsibility has shifted. It's shifted from employer 
to employees. So we're responsible for more of our finances. And this has created what I would call, Morgan, the wealth effect. Okay, so it's called the wealth effect. And the reason I call it that is because I have more millionaires coming into my office asking me about how to manage their retirement portfolio and create the income that they want, because they understand that they are going to have to save more money because they don't have a reliable source of income like a pension. So it's a completely different world than it was uh, even 20 or 30 years ago. I tell you, it's, it's so interesting just to talk retirement like uh, each and every week like we do. But when you really start thinking about the big picture and how it changes, and it's always changing. So, you know, working with your advisor, working with your your planner uh, to make sure your retirement plan uh, is not only solid, but on the right track. And if there needs to be a pivot, a change, you know, you're having those types of discussions because it's your plan. So yep. common sense facts, going over these with uh, Prashant Sambapathy, uh, always fun to have these types of conversations. These are common sense facts about retirement. So it's not your father's retirement. And, and this one we are seeing every single day. You're probably going to live longer than your parents, and we know what that means. Yeah, absolutely. And what is the retiree's number one concern? It's running out of money before running out of life, right? And so the average life expectancy for a 65-year-old today is 19 years. And so when you get to retirement, whether you're retiring at 60, 65, 70, whatever it is, uh, many of you who are listening to the show right now are going to live another 25 or 30 years, okay? That's good news. We're able to enjoy this this earth that we're, <laughs> that we're fortunate to be on. But uh, the bad news is you have to pay for that somehow, right? Everything costs money these days, every single thing. And so how are you going to pay for it? I think you have to have a plan in place that shows you how you're going to sustain your income, especially if you live 25 or 30 years into retirement. And folks, think about this. The longer you live, there are going to be issues. Uh, we talk about health care, costs of health care. And this next common sense fact fits right in there. Medicare, it does not cover all of your health care costs. You got to plan for that. Yeah, you absolutely have to plan for that. But actually, I would argue that this isn't this is not a common sense fact, because I think a lot of people actually expect Medicare to cover all of their health costs. And that's simply not always going to be the case. The program does cover a lot of the services that retirees require. But you also need things like supplemental insurance to help pay doctor's bills. You may need uh, prescription drug plans to take care of medication and dental expenses. So there's a lot more that goes into Medicare than just the base Medicare. It doesn't always take care of all your costs. You really need to have uh, some thought that goes into not only your financial plan, but your Medicare plan as well. Please work with a specialist when putting these things together. One of, again, just we're going over common sense facts just about retirement that you got to be in tune with. You know, it's not your father's retirement. It obviously has changed. Uh, you're going to most likely live longer than your parents, so you have to plan for that longer uh, retirement. And longer retirement means possible medical issues. We're all going to have them at some point as we age. Uh, and Medicare, you know, a lot of people feel like that's all they need. Well, folks, you really need to take a look at that, look very hard at it, because health care costs are going Going up. And I want to jump to this one. I mean, you still have to plan. Even though you're in retirement, you still have to plan. You have to be in there. It, it's kind of like it's an ever-evolving, changing thing. Even though you have a retirement plan, make sure you're on top of that as well. 
Yeah. And I, I think that's just an awesome point because retirement is not ever a constant, you know, like I always tell people that come in to visit with us, the plan that we set up for you today is never the plan that you're going to end up with because there's stages, right? There's stages of retirement, like in the early part of your retirement, it might be a very active early retirement. Okay. And then the later part of your retirement may involve needing personal care for daily needs and, and things like that. So your retirement is constantly evolving. Okay. It doesn't ever stay the same. And so what's important there is that when you have a plan, you have to do maintenance on that plan, right? Like what if I told you you could buy a car for a hundred thousand dollars? Okay. But would you ever just buy that car and then never take it for oil changes or never get the tires rotated or never get it inspected? Of course not. If you're going to spend all this money, what are you going to do? You're going to take care of that car. Why is your retirement any different? When you put that plan in place, you need to do maintenance on that retirement plan. And I'd argue you need to do that probably to two to three times a year, you need to be checking in on that. So now this next one, again, common sense facts. This is the Zen moment for you, Prashant, uh, when we talk about these common sense facts. Uh, we, we talk about uh, acquiring, accumulating, uh, making sure your plan is right. And let's say you're there. Let's say you have pretty much everything covered. You've, you've thought about all the things that could happen, and, and you've, you've done things to make sure that you're going to be okay. There's more to retirement than money. Without a doubt. Absolutely without a doubt. You can have all the retirement funds in the world and still be bored. You still be lonely. You still be frustrated. You need to figure out what is going to make you truly happy, right? Like for for me, I love playing my golf. I love playing my music on the on the side. You know, it's always been a passion of mine. And I know that when I retire one day, I'll get to do those things a heck of a lot more than I get to do them today while they're working. I also um, love, uh, you know, going to things like the theater, you know, I'm actually on the the plan giving advisory council for the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra right now. And that's something that I don't get to do. I'm not getting to be as involved in that type of charitable work as much as I would like to be. But certainly it is something that when I'm retired, it's something I want to focus on. So think about that. Forget about the money for a second. Let's just put that to a side. What do you want your life to look like? If you're 85 or 90 years old, how can you look back on your life and say, I lived the exact way that I wanted to? Everyone needs to start to figure this type of thing out. Common sense facts just about retirement. The last one we're going to talk about today uh, is it's time. And, you know, you don't have unlimited time. So if you are not planning or you are stagnant in your plan, man, time is of the essence. Yeah, no doubt. You know, it's kind of the retirement paradox, right? It is that we're more aware that time is ultimately limited, yet we have more time now because our days aren't, you know, crammed full of work and family responsibility. And so if you're kind of reaching that realization, if you're already retired, there's no more time left for procrastination. Okay. We cannot take another day or another minute where we don't have our affairs in order. Like to me, I'm very passionate about this. I'm very passionate about my belief that every single person listening to this show right now, it doesn't matter how much money you have, where you're from, what you did. I believe that you deserve an independent and stable retirement. 
That's why we do what we do. That's why we open up the phones and take the first 10 callers in for a no cost and no obligation consultation for our radio listeners is to help get you on that path to a secure and independent retirement. So when you come in, that consultation will help you determine how prepared you are to handle different retirement pitfalls. Some of the ones that we've talked about today, things like inflation, health emergency, stock market volatility, and even taxation. You've worked really hard for your money. So my team and I will work just as hard to help you protect it and grow it. There's so many different tools and services out there in the financial world. We're highly specialized in being able to show you how to harness some of those tools and services to create a plan that is custom tailored just for you. We'll also show you how to achieve a lifetime of security thanks to a lifetime of income. So let's get to work right now. Let's not let another minute go by that we're procrastinating. Pick up the phone, give us a call, schedule that consultation so you can get a fact-based approach that you deserve to get the answers that you need to retire with confidence, okay? Confidence is the one thing you cannot go into retirement without. Pick up the phone and give us a call right now. We've got 10 spots for the show. When they're gone, they're gone again. No cost or obligation. Here's the number, 800-653-8404. Call now. They will not last. 800-653-8404. Get some peace of mind, folks. 800-653-8404. Call now. It's always nice to hear from our listeners, and this week we have a lot of really good questions, so we'll tackle that when we come right back. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check out their website. I tell you, it's a great resource, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Prashant is an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we get into retirement each and every week from estate and legacy planning, Social Security planning, tax planning, safe money strategies, Medicare planning. Man, I tell you, if you just put all that in a puzzle, you got a lot of pieces. Got to make sure that your retirement puzzle has those pieces and they fit snugly together. Q&A, always a lot of fun. Uh, we open up 10 total spots on the show each week, appointments on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy for the upcoming week. Grab one of those appointments when we make them available. They're no cost or obligation, but I will tell you this. They're popular. They go fast. So when we open it up, jump on those appointments. Q&A. You ready, Prashant? Here we go. Let's Clarksville is our first location. Amy is there. Here is the question. What is going to happen to retirement accounts in this falling stock market? I'm not living on them now, but I'm going to start in September when she retires. It's frightening to think about, but what now? Yeah. And Amy, I hear you on this. And um, we've been busier than ever with folks calling in with this type of question. You've worked so hard to accumulate what you have. And now with the stock market being in such a volatile state, it's giving people a lot of stress. Okay. So it absolutely is frightening to think about. So where do we go from here? I think we have to come back to creating a plan. And so what do I mean by a plan? What are some questions you can ask yourself today? So number one, I always like to focus on risk. We've talked a lot about risk management today. I think every single person listening to the show today should be able to answer one question about their portfolio. 
And that is how much of my retirement portfolio could I lose in the market before it made me feel uncomfortable. Now, every person's a little bit different. I was meeting with someone earlier today and she told me, I don't want to lose a single penny. Okay. I'm not comfortable losing a single penny. I've met with people in the past. I think I met with somebody about two weeks ago who told me, look, I understand the market's going to go up and down. If I lost 50%, I'm okay with that. Okay. Now I'm not hoping that that happens, but I understand that there's risk involved. And so as frightening as it is to think about, I think going into retirement without a plan is the most frightening thing that you could be faced with. You got to get started today in putting a real financial plan together to make sure you have the income to retire the way that you want to. I tell you, we, we talk about peace of mind all the time, having a plan, having a direction, uh, having it down on paper, putting it out in front of you. Uh, that's the feel good, folks. We're going to give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy here, no cost uh, or obligation. That's coming up here in just a second. So uh, Frederick is where we're going next. Earl is there. Here is the question. If a lump sum 401k withdrawal was taxed at the time of withdrawal, is that amount added to the entire annual income figure when filing federal taxes? If it is, it kind of seems like I'm being taxed twice. How do taxes on 401k withdrawals work? Yeah, so this is a great question. Um, you may have a traditional 401k, you may have a Roth 401k. So let's kind of break that down into two. So if you have a traditional 401k, when you put money in to the traditional 401k, you actually got a tax deduction for the contributions that you made. So the money in there is actually pre-tax as of now. When you go to withdraw the money, and put it in your bank account or put it in your pocket, so to speak, you're going to have to pay taxes on every single solitary penny that you take out. It's almost as if Uncle Sam has a tax lien against your 401k. Every dollar becomes taxable. Okay. So it's not necessarily that you're being taxed twice because you took a deduction when you put the money in, but now Uncle Sam is your partner when you take the money out. Every dollar becomes taxable. Now, if you have a Roth 401k, provided that you meet a qualified withdrawal, which means you've had the Roth 401k for more than five years and that you're over the age of 59 and a half when you take the money out, those distributions could actually be tax-free. So the first step is figuring out whether you have a traditional or a Roth 401k. From there, you need to calculate uh, how much income you need and how it's going to be taxed, which is going to be based on your income tax bracket. So there's a lot of moving parts. It's not exactly the easiest thing in the world to figure out unless you're highly specialized in it. You should really have a good understanding of a tax plan before you make those withdrawals. Everyone's a little bit different. Q&A. Love this portion of the program because it brings up a lot of questions with the listener. That's you. Uh, just remember, your situation unique to you. So having conversations with a Prashant Sabapathy, with a planner, with a pro, somebody that does this on a daily basis, uh, it just gives you perspective. And also, uh, you know, that peace of mind we talk about. All right. Glenn Elg is our next location. Damien is there. And here's the question for you, Prashant. What fees should I expect for a normal mutual fund or ETF? Are mutual fund fees typically higher than ETF fees and is close to 5% too high a fee? So this is a this is a great question because people and consumers, rightly so, are becoming much, much more sensitive 
to the costs that they're incurring. Okay. So uh, Damien was asking what a normal mutual fund fee is. And I don't know that there is a quote unquote normal. What I will say is that there's absolutely a range. Okay. So I've seen some ETF fees that are 0.1% or even lower. So extremely low. I've seen mutual fund fees that can range uh, in 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 a span of over one percent, right? And that doesn't count the advisory fee that your current advisor may charge you, which is just the advisory fee that you pay for getting advice. So there's a lot of different moving parts to the fees structures with any organization. Um, you want to make sure that you understand what the advisory fees are and what the internal expenses are of any investments that you're getting involved with. We've seen ultra low cost investments. We've seen higher cost investments. Doesn't necessarily mean that the higher cost investments are bad, but the analogy I like to use is if I'm going to pay for something, I want to make sure that I'm getting my money's worth, right? Like I don't want to pay for a Mercedes Benz and walk out with a Toyota, right? If I call and get a Mercedes Benz and buy that, I want to walk out of the dealership with a Mercedes, right? So understand what you're paying for. Next question up from Pikesville. Joy is there. Here's the question for you, Prashant. I have heard that I can invest a health savings account in a mutual fund. How do I do this? It all depends on where that HSA is actually held. So depending on who's holding the HSA, you may have several different investment options out there. And once you invest that money, you can invest it across any platform that you want to, as long as your custodian allows it. So the first step would be to figure out who is holding the HSA, Joy. And from there, ask just ask what the options are. And uh, once you have a chance to evaluate those investment options, you can make a plan to uh, invest some of the money into into those mutual funds. I think it starts with making a phone call to the custodian of the health savings account. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy, Elite Income Advisors, where you can find him. I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate. We've got time for one more question, and then we're going to open up those calendar appointments for Prashant, no cost or obligation. So listen up for that. Towson is our next location. Kathy is there. And the final question of the program this week, can I contribute to a Roth IRA and still participate in my employer-sponsored retirement plan? Yeah, this is an awesome question. I get this every single week, it sounds like. Um, and that's because it's such a popular uh, planning tool, right? A lot of very popular planning strategy. The answer is yes, you can actually contribute to both of a Roth IRA and an employer sponsored retirement plan, such as a 401k or a SEP IRA or a simple IRA. However, very important, each type of retirement account has an annual contribution limit. So you want to check with your tax advisor for the most current limits on 401ks and Roth IRAs. The other thing, just real quick on Roth IRAs, is that they are limited uh, by income. So what I mean by that is if you earn too much income in any given year, you actually may not be eligible to contribute to a Roth IRA. So you want to make sure that you are qualified from an income standpoint to make that contribution. Okay. So, you know, what, what I'd love to do is let's open up these phone lines one more time. I know our phone lines fill up every single week. It seems like those 10 spots uh, usually are gone by this last segment, but in the event that you are interested in one of those no cost and no obligation 
consultations with us, give us a call. We have operators standing by ready to take your call and get you into our schedule. We're going to open up that phone line for the first 10 callers who can call into today's show. Look, financial service firms are not all the same, okay? With expertise in retirement planning, tax reduction strategies, insurance, we're able to recommend different services and strategies to help maximize your financial success. We have a system. We call it the Design, Build, Protect system, okay? Design, Build, and Protect is our special scientific strategy system, and we use it to look at your situation as a whole. Things like investments have an impact on taxes. Taxes have an impact on investments. All of that stuff has an impact on your income. Managing one of them without a view of the other means that there could be something that is inefficient in your retirement plan. Our approach enables you to look at your situation uh, which is unique, and make recommendations that are custom tailored to your specific needs. So when you call in and you visit with us, you'll see for yourself how this approach to planning can help make a difference for you and your family. When you come in, you're not agreeing to become a client. You're simply getting what you need, which is an education about how to properly plan for your retirement. So last opportunity for today's show, pick up the phone and give us a call. Call right now, 800-653-8404. Again, 10 total spots for the show. When they're gone, they're gone. And folks, it's advice like this that shows you just how important it is to meet with a financial coach that understands the ins and outs of the financial world. It is your retirement. 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. Call now. guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. If you withdraw money from or surrender your contract within a certain period of time after investing, the insurance company may assess a surrender charge. Withdrawals may be subject to tax penalties and income taxes. Persons selling annuities and other insurance products receive compensation for these transactions. Products are subject to fees and additional expenses. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Elite Income Advisors Incorporated is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Maryland and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by security regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. 